0: I, I'm excited to share with you some things tonight from Scripture. I, I'm always excited. But I just believe if you'll get a hold of this tonight, this will be life-changing. I mean, seriously. I'm not selling you anything. This will be life-changing. So we're going to talk about the Trinity of Man tonight. The Trinity of Man. Remember that we're in a series called what? Believe. 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 And what we're doing is looking systematically, it's called systematic theology, there's kind of an order to that, that's pretty much agreed upon by, you know, scholars, and it's to help us to understand more fully, come to really know what we believe, and be able to articulate it. And so, not just say that we're believers, but be able to say, I believe this, and remember this, that what you believe governs your life. What you believe governs your life. And so, uh, you know, even last night we were, my mother-in-law and and her new husband and Uncle Bob and so forth. And and at dinner she unwound this napkin that had all these pills. And so Alicia said, Mama, what are you taking? And well, I don't know. (laughs) Because she'd taken them out of her pill organizer now and just brought those to dinner. And she goes. I know that one of them does this, and one of them's that, and this other one is a supplement for this, and the other one's a supplement for that. And I thought, I don't take all those things. Now she's like three times my age, but uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm teasing. But I thought, you know what? She so believes in this one supplement that it's what it's going to do that she'll pay good money and she won't miss, you know, taking it. And. You know, a few years ago I read on that supplement and they said there's just no proof, no anything. We don't know, you know, if this really helps or not. But guess what? She believes it and it governs her life in in a degree. Are you seeing what I'm saying? And so what we believe governs our life. And I want us as believers to ever be ready to give a reason for the hope that is within us. You've You've got to be able to explain it, know it for yourself, pass it on to the next generation, be able to share with other people and even to defend the faith. And so it's important that this series is very important. And I'm proud of you all for being here in the middle of the summer. So, amen. Well, uh, the question that comes up sometimes in our world is, is a person more than just a physical body? Is a person more than just a physical body? I'll I'll leave it to you. Talk back to me. Yes. Yes. Well, why do you think that? Why do you think that? Okay, quit talking now on my turn. Um, (laughs) Uh, first of all, I think it 's intuitive just Just about any person is aware of that uh, if you 've ever had the honor and we call it an honor to be with someone as they pass, you can literally sense something leaving the room it 's their spirit leaving the room and uh, beyond that, we believe this because of we have a source we have a uh, an authoritative source that we go to that we've talked about in the beginnings of this series and that is the Bible. And we believe, everybody say we believe, we believe, we believe that the Bible is inerrant, it is infallible, it is authoritative, it is in fact, the God, it is God's word, it is God's revealed will. God is sovereign but he limits himself to his sovereign word and he has given us his word. So as believers, we get our information from God's Word. are you if you're with me just bob your head or something okay And so that's where we're coming from beyond what we might would sense or might would be intuitive for us. We get this from God's word. Now as we talk with other believers though there's even some debate within uh, among believers of is man two part is man three part okay? Now if the two part and you don't have to remember this, are called dichotomists, or they believe in a dichotomy, two parts. And then there's trichotomists, or trichotomy, with three parts. Let me go ahead and tell you, so you're not in suspense, we believe in three, okay? Three for me, okay? And uh, let's break it down just a little bit so you can see that, because we need to understand why some other people believe some things. Um, A dichotomist believes that we are two parts, that we are body and soul body and soul and then they'll use the terms spirit and soul interchangeably they say the same thing okay we believe that we are a spirit have a soul live in a body okay now let me show you some scripture and then we'll we'll build on this uh mary in uh luke chapter one notice this dichotomous those that believe in two they use this these two verses as one of their verses For the interchange of spirit and soul. That it's the same thing. Okay. But I want to show you something. And Mary said. Okay. If Mary said. Could you assume with me Mary has a body? Okay. Mary said. My soul. There it is. My soul magnifies the Lord. This is after the angel came and told her she would bear a son. Call his name Jesus. My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit. (coughs) Excuse me. Has rejoiced in God my Savior. And I would say that these are not an in the interchange. These are two different things. They say, well, they're doing the same kind of thing. Well, don't you know that when you're aligned right, your spirit and your soul can do the same yes. thing and, and magnify the Lord and rejoice in God your Savior? Then Jesus in John chapter 1, or excuse me, John 12, he said, Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? My soul is troubled. And then, Father, save me for, uh, from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. And then we'll go over here to another verse, thirteen twenty-one. It says, and when Jesus had said the th- these things, he was troubled in his, in his spirit and testified and said, most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. So at one point, we see that Jesus is troubled in his soul. Another time we see him troubled in his spirit and dichotomists say, see, they're, they're just interchangeable. Let me just go ahead and put it to you this way. How many of you know that you could be troubled in your soul? And you could be troubled in your spirit. Okay. Now, moving forward with this. If I told you that um, uh, Timmy and Johnny are in the family. Okay. That's a, a, a statement and you would say, Timmy and Johnny are in the family. And then if we come back later and we say, Timmy and Johnny and Ronnie are in the family. Let me ask you about the first statement. Timmy and Johnny in the family. Is that true? Is it true? But now we have a more complete statement. Timmy, Johnny, and Ronnie are in the family. So now we have a broader understanding and we can appeal to a more complete statement that instead of just the two, now we have three. So we see interaction in, in verses here, where you know, seemingly soul and spirit. Well, let let me take you to another another verse here. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-three. Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole Timmy, I mean, spirit, soul, and body. Did y'all see that? Yes. Spirit, soul, and body. Be. Pre- Be, be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is a foundational verse for us who believe that we, man is a trinity, man is triune, okay? Three in one. We, we are a spirit, soul, and body. Okay, you with me there? Okay, now part of what will resolve the this debate a little bit about are we dichotomy or are we trichotomy? We're actually both in a way because dichotomy has to do with the, the substance. So you would have, we do have two parts in that way in that we have seen and unseen. Okay. We have, um, uh, we have natural and spiritual. We have temporal and eternal. Okay. So in that way, we're two parts. Uh, but in function, and that's, that's where we have to get this, function, we have three. We have a body, uh, and I'll break this down a little better for you in a moment. We have a body, we have a soul, we are a spirit, okay? Now, back to that verse, and we don't have to pull it up. Now, may the God of peace sanctify you wholly. Please get the order of this. Spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. Now, let's go to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is living and powerful. Can somebody say amen tonight? The word of God is living and powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword. Look what it does. Piercing even to the division. Y'all read it with me. Division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of. Of the heart, So we see here that the word of God, and let me su- submit this to you, only the word of God is sharp enough to separate between soul and spirit. So if we get locked into this argument that soul and spirit are the same, I would recommend to you that you have exposure to an intake of the word of God that will help you to separate between soul and spirit. Because the Bible clearly is saying that the word of God... Intake of exposure to the word of God will help you to separate out spirit and soul and even get down into the joints and marrow. And, and that's figurative language there. And it's, t- it's talking about it is so sharp it can get down and separate whatever needs separated and help you to to separate out your thoughts, your intentions and those kind of things. How many of you ever ever had this have this uh, question or thought? I don't know if that's me or if that's God. You know, you're wondering about something. You're trying to discern something. Well, let me give you the the answer for this. You need to have regular, daily intake of and exposure to the Word of God. You need to be reading and feeding on the Word. You need to be taught the Word of God. Get yourself in church, daily spend time. And it's by virtue of the living Word of God in you, it's going to help you to to discern that all out. Amen? All right. Let's, uh, let's take this a little bit further. Uh, let's, you are a spirit. Get this. You are a spirit. Say, I am a spirit. I am a spirit. So the real you is spirit. Ooh. Okay. You are a spirit. You have a soul. And you live in a body. Let's read this all together. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. Now, I teach on this a lot, okay? But tonight, we're going to kind of really make this clear, hopefully, for all of us tonight. It's so important that you understand this. The real you is a spirit. And that spirit, I'll, I'll break down what all that is. You have a soul. Now, your spirit and your soul are unseen, okay? They're unseen. They're also, I believe, eternal, okay? And and then your body, that's just what you live in. How many of you know that a lot of people think this is what they are, a body? You know, because they'll spend more time on their body, how they look, how they dress, you know, all, all of the body maintenance feeding this thing, uh... And we need to realize that we don't don't do that to the neglect of our spirit or our soul. And that's going to be very, very important tonight. Let's talk about your spirit for a moment. Your spirit is eternal. It will go on forever. It is the spiritual part of you. Uh, For us as believers, your spirit is the part that connects and communicates with God. Connects and communicates with God. Titus talks about the regeneration and renewal of you. And what that is, it's your spirit. It's your spirit. When you get born again, everybody say born again. When you get saved, when you invite Jesus into your life, the Holy Spirit does a work of washing of regeneration and renewal. And what gets regenerated and renewed is the spirit part of you. Okay? So prior to that, you were walking around, you had a spirit, but your spirit for all intensive purposes was dead by this definition, separated from God. And once it's separated from God, it essentially just goes flat, if I can just use that uh, terminology there. And so essentially, without God in your life, without a relationship with, with God through Jesus Christ, y'all with me tonight, without that, you're walking around soul and living very soulishly and your body. Okay, And then the Holy Spirit, when you are joined together with him, he brings new life to you. And what he regenerates and renews is that spirit. And now you have communication and contact with God. Are you following me? In John chapter 3, Jesus said, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be what gets born again? Your spirit. Nicodemus, when Jesus said you must be born again, back in verse 3, he said, you must be born again. And Nicodemus said, hold up. So, what are you talking about? Does this mean I have to go back into my mother's womb? I don't understand what you're saying. And Jesus said, okay, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That's done. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. And so the part of us that is born again is spirit. It's spirit. And so when you are born again, and we're going to give opportunity before we leave here tonight for everybody to have all three parts firing. All right. Okay. So that we're in communion, communication, contact with God, alive unto God. And you're going to see the importance of it here a little bit more in, j- in just a moment. So that's the spirit. Everybody say, I am a spirit. I am a spirit. Okay. And then your soul say, I have, soul. I have a soul. And maybe you know, some people, you doubt they have one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have a soul, your soul. And this is very important is your will. It contains this, your will, your intellect, your emotions, and your subconscious. Okay, now watch this. In your soul, I am a spirit. I have a soul. Okay, in my soul, in your soul, that's where I think, that's where I feel, that's where I decide, that's where I remember. Okay? So you see why you've got to have the word of God so you can separate between soul and spirit? Just its presence in your life, its presence in your whole system helps you to keep all that straight. We're going to see the importance of that even more in just a moment here. Y'all with me? I am so excited about this. And some of y'all are like, okay. So my soul, that's where, think about this for you right now. You're going to have to use your soul to process this about your soul. That's where I think you're thinking right now. Your soul is active. That's where I feel. You feel some things your emotions, your intellect, your subconscious, and memory. And boy, that's why sometimes we've got some real problems in our soul because of what's in storage. Y'all need to box that stuff up, take it to the shredder. Alicia, bring her truck and help you. All right. So, you are a spirit, say, I am a spirit. I I have a soul. I I live in a body. body. Your body's here, flesh and bone. It's your earth suit. As soon as it collapses or whatever, as soon as you take off your earth suit, to be absent from the body, for believers, to be absent from the body is what? It's present with the Lord. And let me just say this too. And We've got a funeral here uh, tomorrow afternoon. Miss Sue Hogate. She raised, I understand, most of Williston. And she passed the other, the other day. And, we're, and their family's all apart. And she loves this church. And she's gone on to heaven. We went to see her late the other evening. And then she passed like two days later. But I'm telling you that when Miss Sue's spirit, that's who she is, left, then there, her body was there. But listen, it's an immediate thing. I know that some religion has taught you go to some holding place or you have, you know, it's outside of Maryland somewhere. You you have to get the tense in the Greek. To be absent is to be present. So once you're absent, you're what? You're present. It's like I'm going from one room into the other room. So I'm going from the... Living room into the kitchen. So I'm, I'm present in the living room. I walk through that door. And now I'm absent and I'm present. You see that? And so what goes? Your spirit and I believe your soul is eternal. Because scripture talks about um, recognizing people, remembering some things and so forth. And so they go together. You follow Your flesh, your body has, it's tainted. I didn't want to insult anybody. Y'all look awesome, by the way, okay? (laughs) Every one of you. your, Your body has a flesh nature to it. It has a tendency about it. And it's not the part that gets renewed. It's not the part that gets born again. How many of you know if you just let your body go do what your body wants to do, you're going to be in trouble. Okay. You're going to get in a fight. You're going to end up in jail. Everybody's going to be mad at you. Your spouse is going to hate you. I mean, if you just let your body go do, your body just has that tendency. And I don't care who you are because your body is not renewed. You have to keep this thing on a chain. Well, we're going to find out how to tame this critter tonight all right for every decision everybody say every decision decision. big or small for every decision you vote on it now y'all have heard me talk about this before but zero in like you've never heard this before every decision large or small you vote on it and you cast three votes so there's never a tie your spirit's going to vote your soul's going to vote Your body's going to vote. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Uh, Are we going to church tonight? Am I going to church tonight? Guess what? You're going to vote about it. And so I'm looking at y'all and y'all made it. Do you know what I see though? I see your body. So the body, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself, your body would not have voted to come tonight. it got outvoted. Okay. And so we're going to church. Okay. Let me, let me go over this real quick. And then I'll come back and, and line these out. the spirit, your spirit will always as a believer, will always vote in line with God's word and God's will always, everybody say always. always. So if it's getting close to church time, it's church day, your spirit is like your body <laughs> let, let me read you a couple verses here galatians five seventeen. for the flesh lust against desires against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh so we got we got war yeah. talk about partisan politics <laughs> these two never agree And these are contrary, they're against to one another, contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things you wish, because they're always contrary. Look at this in Romans chapter 8, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds, where's your mind at, what part, soul, minds in the soul, set their minds, if you're living. This is your behavior. This is what all you're doing. If you're living according to the flesh, flesh one, it's because you've set your mind, soul, on the things of the flesh. Keep going. But those who live according to the spirit, insert here, set their minds on the things of the spirit. Keep going. For to be carnally minded, that means the flesh is overtaking the soul. The desires of that nature overtaking the soul is death now that's not just like death you know you die it's separated from god but to be spiritually minded is what spiritually minded spirit and soul jiving together is life and peace is that the end of that because the carnal mind is enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god nor indeed can be Is there more? So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Now, so my spirit always votes, always votes. Your spirit, if you're a believer. And your spirit is alive again by the regenerating, renewing work of the Holy Spirit. Bob your head if you're still with me here. I don't want to lose anybody at this point. Okay, so my spirit, say my my spirit is alive unto God. And so you need to let the life, that spiritual life, you need to let it, sh- that's how you shine. You ever seen somebody shine? It's because the life of God in their spirit is coming out their eyes. Okay? So my spirit always, all right, we're voting on this. Spirit's going to be the first one to vote to. Ah! Let's do it! Or like, no, don't do it. Let, let's say what are we voting on uh, let's say we're going to mouth off at somebody any of y'all know what that is at all you ever heard that okay your spirit is like whoa hold up no we're not going to do that not going to do that well where's spirit getting all that from God his word what's the body want to do the body doesn't just want to talk the body wants to snap and. what am I right Body's all in. Amen. That's right. And then in the middle, we got the soul. And this is this is crucial here, because the soul's always going to cast the deciding vote. Let's go back to the soul. With my soul, I think, I feel, I decide. So whatever my soul is thinking and feeling, it will decide. So whatever it is, I'm going to mouth off to somebody, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to to lie, I'm going to help somebody, whatever it would be. You, You saw the Flintstones, you saw cartoons, you got the good guy and the bad guy. Okay, you got the spirit and you got the flesh. And in between, you've got to decide. What part of you decides? The soul. So if what I'm feeling, can I just tell you this? If you live by emotions, you're going to wreck yourself. And the more you allow your, your emotions to just run your life, you're going to make a mess of your life. And I can pretty much guarantee you that any emotional decision is going to be a wrong one. So I can't let my emotions oh, I just feel this, I feel that, oh, I feel this. If you do that, you're going to be all over the map, and you're going to make a mess. How I many of you known everybody, anybody like that? OK? They would never show up on a Wednesday night. Yeah. You know why? Got voted down? ain't going on Wednesday. All right. So I have to keep my emotions intact. Do we have emotions? Did God give them to us? You've got to learn to ride through your emotions. That's why in Vegas they have wedding chapels. Serious, because your body goes mm hmm, and then your emotions get involved, and then you're probably drinking too, and now now even my intellect is altered. Next thing you know, you're married, and then the next day you have some other emotions. It's like, what? Am I right? So, folks, we've got to be careful about this. You're going to vote on everything. So tomorrow you mouth off to somebody or get all riled up at somebody or you steal something or this or that. Hey, temptation is not sin. Temptation is an invitation to do wrong. It's an invitation to short circuit what God would have you do. People steal. Believers even would steal because they don't believe God would provide. Or they're going to cheat on something because I've got to take a shortcut. you got to trust God. Yes. And your spirit will go, let's go with God. Let's go with God. And that's why you got to know the word. And plus your spirit knows the truth because the spirit of truth also abides in you. Amen. Your body is always going to be what? Contrary. Opposite. So spirit's this way. Body's this way. In the middle here. Okay, so is our soul. Real quick. You've got to monitor your soul. Monitor your soul. And here's the tricky part. Your soul even has to be involved in that. You can't afford to let emotions rule you. You can't afford to have... Get this. You cannot afford to have unlimited, unfiltered input from media. I, I think I said it on Sunday. Social media entertainment, all those things. You can't have that unfiltered and just coming in. It will occupy your time, but it won't fill you up right. And you'll end up with wrong thinking. So if I've got emotions out of whack and i got wrong thinking, then the next thing I vote on, I'm telling you, you're going to lose. You're going to lose in that vote. Are you making making sense? The other thing you're going to have to do is feed your soul. listen. Where do you process the word of God right now? Did you know coming in through your eye gate, coming in through your ear gate? I'm trying everything I can with this, with making sure you can hear it. I'm moving. I'm keeping your attention about every six, seven minutes. I'm saying, are you here? Bobbed your head. Did you get that? I'm doing everything I can do to keep your ear gate and your eye gate open so that we can get these truths into your soul, which is where you're going to process all these things. And then your mind will say, that's right, that's true. And then your soul will start to process better. You'll keep your emotions in the right place. And then next time it's time to vote on something. Get this. When your spirit and your soul get together, coalition, and they vote together, here's what happens. The body has to go along. All right, we're going to church. We are not just going to church. We're rejoicing when we go to church. Yes, we are. All right. All right. Pastor John, you'll owe me for this here in just a minute too. And your worship pastor or any one of our worship leaders would say, let's, let's just sing to God. Let's lift our hands to the Lord. Well the, your spirit is saying what? Yeah? Because it knows lift the hands, lift your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord and it's a way to say thank you and your spirit is free. Your body's saying what? Say what? I'm a man's man. You know what? You don't know a man's man till you've seen Jesus. you know? And he's worthy of this. Well, what's going to decide the make the vote? Soul. That's why you've got to get renewed in your mind. Feed and monitor that soulish part of you. God will help you. I'm doing everything I can do to help you. And then when it comes time, anything like that. Anything like that. What keeps us from our morning devotions? Our spirit. Let's go. And the flesh is like, chill. <laughs> we are sleeping more. Do you hear me? And then what's going to decide? Soul. 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 Do you see the importance of our soul? Let me read you one passage of scripture and then we're going to close out tonight. I love this stuff. This helps us so much. Just please stay aware all the time, every day. Just be aware. Be my, Okay, we're about to vote. And you say, Pastor, this is overboard. You're going to go eat at a restaurant sometime. Seriously. And you're going to vote on what you're going to eat. Your body's saying, oh, I want a stick of fried butter. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it comes down to everything. Everything, your spirit. I don't think we should do that. You know, So get your soul informed on things. That's why you need to be a lifelong learner and a disciple of Jesus that you study his word and you keep yourself in church. And then let's go to this. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you. Say, that's me. You completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of of our lord jesus christ he who calls you is faithful who will also do it brethren pray for us you know what let's pray for one another pray for yourself god help me to realize always i am a spirit i have a soul i live in a body don't you let that thing you live in what if your house wouldn't let you out We'd be kicking some windows or something well, when we're calling somebody. All right. Did y'all get anything at all out of this tonight? All right.